Welcome to Machine Learning. Why is the investment industry the big winner in the bull market? The most obvious explanation is that investors around the world who will eventually be buyers of the S&P 500 are being suppressed by monetary authorities in their own home countries. The European Central Bank, ECB, is purchasing Italian and Spanish government bonds in their secondary markets. The Bank of Japan is conducting an unprecedented money printing program. The U.S. Federal Reserve is buying $85 billion in mortgage-backed bonds each month. The Bank of England is buying gilts. The Bank of China is buying blue chips on the Shanghai Exchange. The list goes on. The collective net purchase of these central banks is nearly $4 trillion annually. The net purchase of the central banks of the 30 countries in the MSCI All Country World Index is $1.7 trillion annually. Even so, though, the S&P 500 is up $8 trillion since the bottom in 2009. Investors around the world have added $8 trillion to their equity positions since the bottom in 2009. The central banks are responsible for a good portion of this increase. If you believe the markets are efficient, then investors around the world have decided that for whatever reason, there is an excess of $8 trillion in liquidity in the world to invest in U.S. stocks. There is a problem. If the $8 trillion has been poured into equities by investors around the world were to suddenly withdraw, the S&P 500 would plunge. The liquidity that the central banks are creating to support the U.S. equity markets is not being used to improve the economic well-being of citizens of the respective home countries of the central banks. This is opposite of how it was when the U.S. Federal Reserve was buying up U.S. government bonds during the early 1930s, then the Federal Reserve was using its own credit to prop up the U.S. economy. Today, central banks are using the credit of respective home countries to prop up the U.S. economy. The U.S. economy has to pay interest on the $4 trillion the Federal Reserve has used to purchase U.S. government bonds. The home countries of the central banks have to pay interest on their outstanding government bonds, and their interest rates on the bonds can't be reduced until the central banks have um, built. So that's an interesting analysis. Why is the investment industry a bull winner? Well, because the world is investing money into the S&P 500. So its its confidence is that the S&P 500 is the engine of commerce and change. And so it's invested $8 trillion into that market. It, it's almost as if the U.S. economy is an emerging market. We, we've changed from investing our money into emerging markets and growing it. And now foreign countries are investing into the U.S. market and it's like creating hot money. So the inflation is increasing. The velocity of production is increasing in part because we know that the the gross domestic product is about 2 to 3%, more likely around the 2%. And uh, when I was looking at GDP, um, I was thinking, I don't think it is at 3%. I think it's more at 2%. And that was back when China, in the, in the early 2000s, when China was growing at 6%. 
and China was experiencing about 6% inflation. So if we were experiencing 5 to 6% inflation, then that would explain uh, the, the rapid g- growth in the money that is being put into the S&P 500. And it could also explain why the stock market index is so high at this time. Because I would have thought that the energy levels around 26,000 would have caused a pullback in the stock market because it was getting too hot, but it didn't. It it went on to climb to the 34,000 level, and uh, it just doesn't seem like it could be sustainable. Could could U.S. S&P 500 companies produce that much value? That would be the question. And I think if you start analyzing it, if there is any sudden changes uh, due to war or due to energy, uh, that could be super disruptive and uh, that could change the equation very rapidly.